All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Shusko. The background sounds a little different, Dave. There's a little tonal quality. There is, for different. sure. And as we uh, keep talking, there's going to be more noises in the background. Yep. We are on location, as we have done in past years, COVID years primarily, but uh, we are on location in the Academy Center, as we've been talking about all season long for the final day of the season. You, you kind of got a little bit quieter voice. Like, uh, go ahead and bring the energy out. It's okay. Um, like, people are going to hear us. And so anyways, I, I hated to uh, okay, all right, to bring that in, but that's all right, fine. All right, all right, okay. all right. I hear you. I hear that. It's it's that weird in between where people are only starting to filter in. It's not I, I know. This is, is perfect. It's yeah, going to be yeah. great. No, it's going to be a great day as we enjoy the matches, uh, as we said on location. Hopefully, a good group of locals uh, that'll be able to join us. You're hearing the pregame. That's right. Edition of the game week thirty. We're recording episode. before the games have started, Brian. Mm-hmm. All we know right now is all uh, of the ways we've messed up our lineups uh, uh, heading we, into the pre here. Final, yes, final we're week. gonna. You're not gonna hear this until after the matches are done, of course. But we're gonna put some <laughs> things on record, just as I said to Dave, just so there's some immediate in our faces. Oh we, yeah. We will be doing a version of this uh, coupled with what we're recording right now afterwards, so that we can immediately uh, dunk on ourselves and all the things mm. we're saying right now. But we're already looking at the lineups as we're standing here, and there's a number of surprises, Brian. Yeah, the first a, one you mentioned. Couple. The first one you mentioned. Uh, I think it impacts your lineup, Kellen Wilson, not even in the squad for Newcastle. Yeah, today. that was a that was a thanks a, thanks a million to Team <laughs> News and Ticks for for putting it out six minutes before the deadline, <laughs> and and I was checking almost every other uh, leaking website, so. Or uh, account, and I did not see that one. So that's my own. That's honestly, it's that's my own. Our, honestly, that's my own fault. Six minutes is plenty of time. That's uh, you. That's usually an eternity for you as you're I know, making changes. Uh, but yeah, because I was making my Holland to Kane change at um, ten, at uh, uh, nine fifty nine. Okay, so one so, minute yeah, before was, the deadline. Uh, the official the official transfer happened one minute before the. Nothing deadline. like cutting it close. Uh, yeah, for sure. This is the one day of the season I don't mind how the deadline works, by the way, since everybody plays at the same time. You're right. You're it's, right. It's, it's all the same. Uh, but still, yeah, it didn't help us. We're looking at the fact that a stupid Jan's not in the Brighton lineup. Mm-hmm. Holland is on the bench. Gundogan's on the bench for City. Which is brutal because I took a hit to bring in Gundogan and Odegaard. I, that's two changes I made. It's in Grealish out. It was on early, early enough leaked that Grealish didn't travel. Right? Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that was so, that was an early, so, early one. So Grealish was out for me, and I wasn't trying to get hugely in debt to points and hits coming into this match week. I am in a cup match against the other Veeb in in our mini league. Yeah, go ahead. Say it, Dave. Say, say what happened. Game week 37. You get the honors. Go ahead. 
Um, I stomped on your throat. Ah, oh, that's a bit strong. It's <laughs> a bit strong. I barely finished ahead of you. A win is a win. A win is that's a win. A bit point, points are points. A win is a win, and I will take it. So I'm in the cup final for our mini league. Mm-hmm. So I really am only concerned about just trying to win that, uh, as I in no way could ever catch Brian, and who's in a death a death battle with second place league Drew for our that's mini true. league title. Honestly, a, I mean, it's not even a death struggle. I mean, Drew. Just because I've known Drew for a really long time, he's you know, of course we're we're friendly about this, and I would just say this has been like the least stressful end of a season as far as like how I don't know. It's just I would just say like it's been like I didn't feel like there was a. It's not like I, I don't want to. It's not like I want to kill Drew. I don't want to. I don't necessarily want to. <laughs> Why you don't want to break legs? Stop on his throat. Yeah, no. But no. you want him to take like irresponsible hits. No, he's not. He doesn't play like. I know. That. He, I know. I think he that's doesn't. the big thing is just knowing him and kind of and just. But but also, I think I've looked way more at rank, overall rank. Okay. You know what I mean? Not I'm not necessarily like oh I got to win. I have to win the mini league. It's been a really good season, and so. I think just looking at the end. The overall rank is, is good. Yeah, you've had a really good season. Uh, yeah, so is League I mean, Drew. Yeah. I mean, I've had a better season personally than I have in the past. So, uh, and it, honestly, I'd even be, I'd have a chance to be behind you if I didn't have my, my biggest early season falter was trusting Salah in games where I thought his matchups were better than Holland and Holland had hat tricks and oh. Salah got me nothing. There was three games where I didn't captain Holland and that put me in a hole that I could never get out of the rest of the season, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah, so I just I think this the end of the season has just been like try to make the most of the moves and that's it. So. Okay. All right, so Brian, we heard from Dave what his moves were for his cup final for your Grealish out, Gundogan in, Odegaard in, Joe Linton out. So yeah. I went oh, with two midfielders. Okay. We already know that half of those are going to be unbelievable. Iffy. Yeah, for sure. Brian, you're going for a league title, mini league title. We should be clear. Uh, yeah, one safe move. One safe move, and that was Holland out, Kane in, the most popular move of the week. And I, um, Kane is starting. He is starting. That's good because now that I know Callum Wilson is benched and Estupinian is benched, it's gonna get it's gonna, it's gonna get, get a little hairy. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I really don't know what Drew has done. I'm excited to see all the goals that Harry Kane scores as he showcases his skills for Manchester United. <laughs> it's one. Time. He's gonna score one. We've already <laughs> talked about it. That is one true. Goal. He's good for one. That yeah, there's no know. doubt about it. All right, any other surprises or? Uh... Well, no. I mean, as far as the, I mean, like like we said, I mean, I think the the leaks this time were they came in pretty early. So the leaked Manchester City lineup was out, or most of the lineup, at least the the key players, we knew pretty quickly. You got basically a full Manchester United lineup, so you knew Rashford was starting pretty early too. The one that, that I mean, honestly, the one that's really bugging me is the. It's the Brighton, the Brighton lineup because the the prominent leak that was out there was that Estupinian started, uh, McAllister was starting, but uh, Matoma was benched. Only one of one of uh, those three things was wrong. Oh wow! Um, so okay, Matoma. Or I should say Matoma was uh, okay. is benched. Um, Estupinian sitting there. With All him. right. So as we are here in the in here. As we are here in here, what kind of wording is that? Only yours. As we are here at the Academy waiting for the watch party, mm-hmm. which has sort of started. People have been filtering in. We have a couple of. Team colors are being worn. Scott, you are in your Liverpool. I've got a Liverpool tee with away. a Liverpool scarf going on here. Yep. The gentleman yeah. next to you. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Elliot. Elliot, you want to say hello? Hi. 
All right. Elliot, Elliot <laughs> not sure hold that on, got, hold on. Scott, not sure that got picked Scott, up. Scott, help him out. Elliot. Put your mouth right put up me, yeah. Yeah. Elliot, Hi. Uh, what, what shirt are you wearing? Uh, Mo Salah. Mo Salah. So you have a Liverpool. Is this a current season? Okay, so mm-hmm. this season, Mo Salah, is he your favorite player? Yes. Okay. You are the uh, – Scott's your dad, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a choice to not follow Liverpool? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what's been your favorite game this season? Uh, against Manchester United when we blew them out. Oh, that was it 7 nine, seven nothing. Is that right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that just the best feeling? Mm-hmm. I'm impressed that. All right. I'm impressed that uh, that came right to mind. I don't think I. He came. He was. He, this yeah. is a way better better than you. From okay. now on, Elliot, you are you are. <laughs> Elliot, uh, so, who do you think Liverpool's main rival is? Like, Manche- what, is it Manchester United? Like, probably. Yeah. Would you rather see them beat Liverpool beat United more than any other team? Yes. E- even more than yeah. City. Probably. Probably. Okay. That that's spoken, Scott, that's like cool. a like a true. Mm-hmm. Liverpool fan who's been following the club for 30 years. That's that's respectable. After Salah, who is – or I tell you what. So Liverpool's had a little bit of a not-as-good year as they've had in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you think the team need to strengthen in the offseason? Like what players do you think – I know you like most of the players. Mm-hmm. What, what players do you think maybe we could get a little bit better? I mean, I don't think Mo Salah's been playing his best right? uh, this, um, this season. I, it seems like he doesn't have – really that much confidence and he usually does mm-hmm. um but but overall he still has been pretty good though right yeah mm-hmm. what about um how, how do you think the team's gonna handle like james milner probably won't be there next year mm-hmm. do you think that's gonna be a problem no not really um he was a good player but i think we have better players that okay. that can replace him okay all right i like that curtis jones he's kind of come on strong here late in the season, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, you like Cujo? I mean, not one of my favorite players, okay. but... Okay. But Liverpool all the way. Okay. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Elliot, I appreciate the insight. You did a fantastic job. Um, and uh, Jeff, you want to wanna come on over here and join us? Jeff? Uh, Jeff is personally responsible for us being able to have the, the watch party here. I don't know if you guys remember... Uh, Jeff, had, Jeff, hold it, hold it real close to the mouth there. Jeff, uh, a couple years ago, I, I can't remember. He and Scott came up with the idea to to get us into the here the academy and watching the big screen, and it was absolutely fantastic. My only problem with Jeff is this: is he's wearing a beautiful white Tottenham, probably Harry Kane, or is this is just it, blank? Just blank. Just blank. Okay, blank. I got blank on too. I, I I think I had to be smart, particularly this year. I, had, I think going blank <laughs> is the way to go. Hey, a fantastic blue and white scarf as well. Absolutely repping the club today. Got this at Spurs Stadium this year too. Oh, opening nice. weekend. You went to a game. Nice. I did opening weekend. Which you went. To I was at, day? I was at Arsenal Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park opening game. And no I was way. At Spurs Southampton uh, first weekend opening weekend. I am so jealous. That it was, was fantastic. Awesome. So it was well, awesome. Tell me a little bit about those events. Like. Uh, what's because they're most important? Tell me about the Arsenal Palace game first. <laughs> it was great. I think I was really glad to go to Selhurst Park before I went to the new Tottenham Stadium. Did it give you an appreciation for like the massive new stadium? It gave me appreciation for both, actually. The small, yeah, the yeah, small yeah. Because Selhurst big. Park, you know, it's just got so much character, and you know, it's. I, I mean, the, the the juxtaposition of the pictures of the two stadiums, like, is yeah. internally and externally, is oh, yeah. is pretty awesome. Oh, man. Uh, plus, going to London, 
going to South London, going to North London, going to the neighborhoods was really cool. Okay. You know? Um, and then, of course, because it was in London, Arsenal fans were very present. At For the sure. For <laughs> so, sure. So that, you know, that, and I didn't know at the time what Arsenal's journey was going to be. So it was kind of cool in retrospect. Especially after, after the way they started the f- prior season. Yeah. Losing at Brentford. Had no idea. When we I were, saw that, that we were playing at Palace, and it was a night game, if I remember correctly, right? Well, a night game. No, no, yeah, there. Probably night game there, yeah. 3 p.m. here, about 8, 8 p.m. there. But I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, th- that was our nemesis. The night away games were our nemesis the whole last season. We had a ton of Friday matches. And... um and it was it? Yeah, I think it was Friday too, right? It was. It was, it was Friday, Friday and then it was Saturday, Saturday we morning. Went to the, the so Spurs yeah, game. I was I was really not happy with with that. And uh, I think Arsenal won that game three nothing. They did. Is they that did. right? Well, no. Uh, or two. Crystal Palace two nothing. Yeah, I feel like Crystal Palace did score, so I feel like it was. If only there was a way. Yeah, it was two one three one. I can't remember, but either um, way, it was a fun game though, right? It was. It was a blast. We had a great time. It was kind of nice too to go and not. You know, the stakes to be lower, not to, to care okay. as much about. I mean, I wanted, obviously, as a Spurs fan, I was not really for sure. Arsenal. But, for sure. But, uh, but it, was, it was a great time. And I think in looking back, first game, last game, you know, it's uh, – and, and it was a beautiful weekend there, too. Okay. Um, beautiful weekend. I love that. All right, so yeah. you're at that game. Um, smaller parks, so you undoubtedly probably had pretty decent seats. We did, yeah. I mean, we, we – we splurged on Spurs, but this one we were a little further back, but you're still super close right. to the pitch. Like it's fans were awesome. Fans were awesome. Very, you know, really friendly. We went to. Uh, Did you wear your Tottenham colors? No, okay. no. It's interesting enough. I used a, a ground hopper. Um, is he's a local ticket broker. He's or American ticket broker. Okay. It's based out of Portland, so we used him to get the tickets, and he has a whole book that's like a guide to all the stadiums. Oh wow! And so. Before we went to Selhurst Park, he had all this advice about what pub to go to, what to wear, what mm. not to wear. Oh, this is great. That's what the, what the chants are. It was actually really cool. And yeah. we met up with some fans, American fans, before at a pub um, through them. Uh, and the Arsenal fans, there were Arsenal fans from Michigan that we met up with. And they were wearing Crystal Palace gear. Uh, really? Because they were afraid of being like uh, found out. Oh, and man. I think my sense from Crystal Palace fans is I think it would have been okay. I don't think they would have gotten right. attacked or anything. But but it was interesting. And they were like, yeah, we're secretly rooting. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not like you're going to Millwall. Oh, man. It's not like you're going to the Millwall. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's fantastic. You, you are – Walking into uh, what's what's the Tottenham, what's Spurs Stadium? Is it does it do that? They don't have a name yet. Okay. It's just yeah, they just call it Tottenham Hotspur. You're walking Spurs up and you're like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, it was, right? it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a gorgeous, newer stadium in, it's in England. It's a gorgeous so. stadium. Yeah, it's an absolutely gorgeous stadium. And my wife was with me. So the day before when we were doing Selhurst Park, which I mean, really these like, I mean, it was next. I, I wish I could show you these pictures, but I was like, tomorrow's gonna be very different. Like this is gonna. And we went ahead and splurged. So we did. We were seven rows back at. Um, midfield, midfield. Wow. Okay. And so actually the camera. Were, were um, you constantly you in see, the camera? You can see, yeah, oh, you wow. can see our seats. So when we watch now, we can see where we were sitting. So it was pretty amazing. Um, you know, I, I never went to, you know, White Hart Lane. I wish I could have experienced that, obviously. And there's a lot of people now that talk about how Spurs fans who talk about how, how there's not a lot of positive feelings about games that have happened <laughs> in mm. the Spurs stadium. Right. So it's taking people a while to to warm to it, but um, but gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. There's a Beyonce concert there this weekend. As oh, wow. Back, so. wow. Yeah. It just seems like the, like, hard to have warm feelings for your team when you've had the weirdest year. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted I, to say to you all, actually, really quickly, la- 
two years ago when we did this, Spurs were almost in the exact same situation. Ryan Mason was coaching. Oh, That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. We, we spent the entire conversation about how Harry Kane might be gone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got popcorn I inhaled. Nice. nice. Um, and, uh, and so we were basically in the same spot. Didn't know who our coach was going to oh. be. Also, I think in probably the same place in the table, too. Wow. So where Arsenal and Spurs were both fighting for that. The European you know, spotter. Yeah, I mean, that last think, European spotter. This is the first time Arsenal's been in a position to be in the top four in like six or seven years, it feels like. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's been a while. We've been not even, you know, having a chance, it feels like. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm you know, I'm happy for you guys. I'll be um, like, well, I think it's – I'm happy for it. I think the season was still a success regardless of finishing second. Yes, it does feel like they bottled it coming down the stretch. But, you know, they got a young team, and, and I, I guess the hope is you just don't do it again next year. Like, compete for a title, however it looks. And then – but it is a little concerning. The last two seasons, they're playing for the top four, let's not forget, and they tied and or lost games coming down the stretch that kept them from being in the top four. That was two years mm. ago. And then this year, you know, it stopped them from winning a title. They had it in their hands, and they gave it away. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's tough. I think the psychology of that for you all, I feel for you. But I didn't mean to cut you off. For no, a it was just to say that I've. I mean, I, I've. I want Spurs to do well. I mean, I've. I have made no secret of that, regardless of what my shirt says that, uh, this morning. But just that I, I just. I think that it was hard this season watching Spurs be fl- floundering again. Yeah. And like, like the moments that they look great, they look. You know, look like the best that you've ever seen of them. And then. But so many matches where, you know, just the, the constant refrain for them of, like, they're starting slow. Why can't they, you know, yeah. why can't they start? Why can't they start the way they finish a lot right. of the games? And it's just been like that over and over again. And now where it really does seem like Kane is gone. I mean, it does, it, everyone yeah. kind of saying, like, all, almost out of, you know like. when they put a mural up. You know when they put a mural up, you're in trouble. Yeah, or just just the idea of like almost like for his sake, it's the same thing. It's been for years and years. Like this guy deserves better. Hopefully, for his sake, he'll go. But I mean, the fact that he's still talking about the long term plan or whatever, like however accurate yeah. the reports are of his meetings with Levy or whatever. So I I just I, I could actually tough. see him staying um, and just writing out the end of his contract. I could see it happening, but I think it maybe depends on the coach. I just wonder if he's going to do a Robin, Robin Van Persie and go to United for the last couple of years of his contract. I mean, that, you know, Van Persie couldn't stay healthy at Arsenal, and then all of a sudden he goes to United and for two seasons doesn't get hurt and helps him win a title. And that was just so, so, so stinking annoying. Yeah. Well, this part, partly with Spurs, too. I do think there's a need to, to, to start again. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to help myself feel better if Kane goes by just saying, well, you know, They've got to start over. You know, they've got to. Larice is probably gone too, and it's just time to time, time to begin again. Jeff, last question about Spurs manager. It's probably not going to be Ryan Mason. No. They're going to be looking at other things. They had uh, Mourinho, Conte, um, and who else? Who else has been there? Some. I mean, I, I, Spirito Santo. <coughs> Nuno, yeah. yeah. Nuno had a really That's short right. stint. So what's what's the problem? Is it those seem to be a good group of managers? Is it selecting the managers? Has that been a problem? Has it been just finding managers that, that, that fit right or not finding the right managers at all? Or is it Daniel Levy and the, and the team management? So I heard a theory that I, I liked that somebody said that essentially during the Pochettino period, they were on the cusp, right? 
and they have been hiring managers. I mean, they were, they were in Champions League finals. <laughs> yeah. So I think that there's been this thing that, that basically they were on the cusp um, and that it was just a matter of getting over the top. And so they hired a couple coaches that were about getting over the top, right, getting them you know, there. But they probably weren't really there. Um, and they really probably needed to rebuild. And, and so they've been pasting on these big, big name players, big name coaches, trying to push over the top. But I do think it's a Levy issue. I do think there's some, probably some things culturally that we don't really understand that are going on mm. in the locker room. Um, I've always wondered about player leadership, too, just to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, Lloris is the captain. Um, you know, his injury seems really ambiguous right now. It's not really clear what that is, and he's on the bench. So I, I don't know. I yeah. think that there may be some internal cultural things going on, and it may be good to just get a younger coach who's got a lot of uh, up potential and, and kind of begin again. Okay. Awesome. Jeff, thank you again Absolutely. for letting us Forgive to my son is wearing here. a Holland jersey, so everybody forgive uh, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed the split household with City and Spurs. Um, no, that's fantastic. Jeff, thank you. Thank Absolutely. you again. Absolutely. Pleasure it. to do this. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. In true FPL fashion, Dave. Yes. Uh, I could not get the cup results to load on the app. <laughs> that's because that's because they got one computer that tries yep. to run that entire system. It's busy trying to compute. Erling Holland not in City's lineup. Today. Oh, buddy! But I got it worked out. So I found out that John Penny Lane FC okay won his semifinal in the FPL America Podcast Cup by one point. Did he really? So All Star listener John is in the final, definitely playing the role of underdog, going up is against, against Game of Thrones. Game oh, of Thrones, Anthony, who dominated Eric. Uh, Slave okay. Whiskey. Wow, wow, By 20 wow. points. Oh, boy. So it is going to be All-Star listener John and All-Star player Anthony. Yeah. Perennial oh, Anthony. Oh, buddy. In the FPL America Podcast Cup Final taking place in just a few minutes as we're standing here. Amazing. That's going to be great. The note on the FPL America Podcast Cup, that that's amazing that the Carrie and Anthony – Anthony progressing on fewest goals. So, yeah, Anthony is only in the final because one of his matches, was it the quarterfinals? Yeah, it was the quarterfinal against Kerry. They tied 84-84, but... The fewest that, goals what a weird, conceded. what a weird tiebreak! Yeah, what is that? Is it like third tiebreaker or something? It, it would have to be. Un- Carrie's in first place, probably not going to get caught. I don't as think we so. Head in, no, in, the, she, in the lead, she's had an unbelievable season. This guy here, Brian, is in I fourth. Know. I he know. could get to second with a good day today. I know. Well, I, we'll see. I, what I'm, I've never rooted harder for Diogo Jota in my life. <laughs> this is the massive differential. Le, that if I could put on, if somebody can lend me a Jota sh- shirt, uh, jersey kit. I don't care. I'm going to okay. call it a shirt. Okay, I, sure. I don't really want it to be a kit. I want okay, it to you be want, more you like, like the t-shirt face on the front. Travis, uh, Travis uh, is here. Travis is here. Uh, you guys have heard him on this podcast we, multiple we times. We talked him in into coming because what swayed him was $3 drafts. $3 drafts got him out of the bed today <laughs> to show up. Travis, what is Joda going to do today? Hey, hang on. I, I got a Sharpie. I'm, I'm changing Elliot's <laughs> jersey to a Joda jersey so he can give it to Brian. Yes. It's going yes. to be tight, but I'll, I will try to put I, that on. I don't think that's going to be tight. I think that's going to be like a sausage. That's uh, <laughs> fantastic. Hey. Uh, yeah, Jonah's got to do a lot. He's not going to. It's okay. Sorry, Brian. I think uh, you don't think there's a chance. N- n- there's nothing really to play for anymore. Maybe Liverpool smash today. Uh, no, it's away from home, and they don't have anything to play for. So I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen, but there, I just, I just don't think so. Not going to play for Firmino. Uh, probably not because they're going to probably try and get um, some of those guys that are leaving on the field 
and uh, that they're not part of our best lineup. That's why they're leaving, isn't it? Yeah. I, I won 5 0 at halftime, and then you can sub off whoever you want. Uh, okay. I'd, I'd take that. But yeah. again, we're playing for nothing. Well, Travis, you, you have kits. You are kitless today. You're not in Liverpool colors. I kind of expected you to be in Liverpool colors today. Yeah. I mean, you are wearing red. Yeah, that was an accident. I just didn't want to be associated <laughs> with Scott in any okay. way. Okay, understood. Um, we're yeah, not but all... Elliot, you would have wanted to be an associated maybe, with Elliot. Maybe. But I did just try to give away his jersey, so <laughs> maybe not. Brian is in a Hammers t-shirt today. Bootleg so Hammers, yeah. I would love to. Hammers and Lester, right? It's Hammers and Lester today? Yeah. And uh, I would love to see Lester get relegated today. That would be fantastic. I, mean, out of the, oh, I would love to see Leeds yeah, stay no. up. It would be shocking as a club for Everton to to drop down, but I like Leeds more than Everton. So my choices, if I could pick things today, and I think it'll be difficult, would be Leeds to stay up, Leicester and Everton drop. My gut says Everton stays up, Leeds and Leicester drop. I think you're probably right. I, I don't think Everton's ever been relegated. Before, they have not. They have not. In fact, I think that they're I just the think only they club. It. They're due since <laughs> since that first division. I think they're like yeah. the only club to never go down. Yeah, that's a, that needs to be broken. Um, <laughs> smoking like a true Liverpool fan. Well, they're terrible. I, I am kind of rooting for at least one Bournemouth goal, uh, just for for the sake of drama and for the sake of anybody who brought in a, a Everton player. Since I didn't, okay. So I, I yeah. I have you like looked to, at Drew's like lineup? Do we know what Drew League Drew did? I have looked at Drew's lineup. Uh, he the he captain. has Jesus and Isak in, and so he's Ooh. got Salah captain. Okay, um, and you had he's Salah also captain. starting Matoma and. He's also starting Matoma and Estupinian. So we're in the same boat. We both have two players who are not playing who are benched okay. right now. Yeah. So All right. I think drama. I Final think drama. Final day drama. We have uh, we have gotten right here to the edge where we're gonna shut it down and we're gonna revisit Brian, you have one more thing as well, usual. No, I was gonna say I thought Scott would wanna have his like his you know, a, a final statement or, well, or a, I have one in mind. Well, this is a, you can this still is, save it until... I'll save it for the, what, what we say afterwards. after. Okay. Um, okay. I am excited to see what's about to happen. Obviously, there are still some things to play for. I am like Liverpool today. I have nothing left now that you've beaten me, Dave, okay. in the Cup <laughs> yes. semifinals. Yes. But, <laughs> yes, I'll win. So, yes. So that's that. That deserves mention. Definitely, uh, not Travis in the background saying you'll champ. win someday. My team name has to be t- two-time champion I was say two-time because no champion. one will. You can't take, no one will recognize championships on Slack. No one will recognize my championships so in the great. mini league. But it's fine. It's cool. This is so I put great. it in my team name just to remind everybody when they have to uh, look at the table. <laughs> this year they've had to scroll down pretty far to find my team name, but there's always next year. That's right. That's right. But there's also still a game week 38 as we're standing here. So there'll be some immediate either gratification or, or slam dunking in our faces here for us and for you listening to this. For sure. Because we're going to pause the recording. We're going to go watch some matches yep. in the beautiful historic theater here in our hometown. And then we're going to come back and we're talking about all the things we got right and wrong or just that we didn't get right yet. Yeah. Can mm. we still say that on the last day of the season? Uh, yeah, for sure. We'll find out. And we'll co- we'll go over our season bets where I'm sure that we'll find out oh, that I yeah. won all the yes. season bets. Yes. I can't wait for that. All right. Uh, for the FPL America podcast, we'll be back in what will be for you one second and for us at least two hours. See you. All right. We are back. The games are over, Scott. And the beer what, has been consumed. What podcast is this? This well, it, everyone knows because oh, remember oh, I just oh, said okay. we're gonna. It's gonna be one second for you. Oh, it's gonna be two hours. Apparently, for Brian us. consumed a lot of beer. And I just okay. wanted to know he if you like wanted to introduce as like a 
Just like a reintroduction. No. Match week 38 games are now over. And they we are. know the results. Lots of goals scored. Lots it, of players who didn't play. Lots of surprising results from some other individual players. Those who captained Harry Kane are very happy. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Harry Kane, what, two goals and an assist, Brian? Well, yes. I was going to say in, our, in the podcast league, uh, for example, um, Slave Whiskey uh, equals 10KR, uh, Eric. Um, his score is the different. The difference between him probably dropping a position or not was Captain Kane over Vice yeah. Captain wow. Salah. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Kane set really up for move. Kane set up for max bonus points, so it's looking unofficially like a sixteen for Harry Kane, thirty-two if you captained him. Yeah, huge day. And so that's that's obviously one standout score. The the standout result is the four four Southampton Liverpool score. I don't think anyone predicted that as a oh final. Oh my gosh, today. that's crazy! But of course, the news, uh, the dramatic news in the league itself is the fact that Everton is staying up, Leicester and Leeds are going down. As we were watching these matches, I was making the comment that I don't think the Premier League is going to be as interesting. There's certainly not as much of a name brand level of club in the league. But, Brian, you disagree with me. I'm just looking at Burnley historically has meant boring. Sheffield historically mixed bag. Fairly boring. Fairly blue collar and potentially boring. Luton Town might be an interesting story, but they're going to have to do some investing. We're going to have to wait and see on them. But then, you know, Bournemouth is still in. Nottingham Forest is still in. Uh, you have all these clubs. I'm just, I'm just wondering. On, you know, we're losing Leicester. We're losing, we're losing Leeds, which Leeds hasn't been in as, nearly as long as Leicester has. Obviously, Leicester won a title while they were in the league here. I don't know. I'm just, I'm concerned that the league is going to be less interesting with the clubs that are going to be in it next well, year. Well, I just think every season, you know, you're. I think at the start of this past season, you would have looked at this, the promoted teams and just said the quality of those three of them is nowhere near the rest of the league and sure enough here the all three of them are staying up um i mean nottingham forest took what about a, a two or three billion dollar investment in players i mean they have like uh, yeah they signed like two and a half clubs tw- yeah tw- worth of players. 20, 20 new players will help you do that but no i just think every see i mean look this season this there's eight teams a few weeks ago that you're like hey they, you're gonna have an eight team race to the bottom so I, I don't know. Wow. I just think the the quality of the rest of the teams has come up enough that three new, you know, the promoted teams. I mean, Burnley's got to be at least a little bit interesting. Everybody's, if, Vin, if Vincent Company even makes it to the start of the season as Burnley manager and doesn't get snatched up by somebody else, you know? I No, I like, I, I see what you're saying. I just, I agree. I, I mean, it, yeah, it'll be fun. You're probably right until Luton lose the first three matches by a total of 15 to zero. Well, I mean, this season you do have you know, uh, kind of a, not an upside down table, but it's, it was a little topsy turvy. No one, I mean, Newcastle is trying to be newcomers into the quote unquote big six, right? Speaking of the big six, I mean, Spurs don't finish in the top six. Chelsea finishes. Chelsea 12. finished yeah, wow. way out of the top six. And you also have Brighton finishing sixth now. Aston Villa seventh. I mean, both both good teams. And so the question is: Are you going to have two leagues, or are you going to have parity, like a little bit of what we saw with some of these clubs next season? It'll definitely be uh, interesting. And 
It'll have an impact on how we pick our lineups, of course. Uh, Brighton played a huge role in how this FPL season ended. Massive. So did Villa. I mean, and how many Villa Watkins was in most people's lineups yep. most yeah. of the year? Alex Moreno till this week. I mean, yeah, absolutely. There were guys that were relevant on Villa as well. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, interesting as I mean, always. I just yeah, I just think now you have all new yeah. It's just what the you know, kind of discussion that's been out there already of you know what your what Europe is gonna do to some of these teams that didn't have that to worry about like it's the true. drop off for Newcastle and Brighton and, and Villa and you know the teams that are used to it you expect about the same level. But I just wonder what it is. I mean, we've been just when you've been able to count on Newcastle all season long because they're not in another yep. or they're Brighton. only in the other you yep. know, the domestic competitions. They're not in an additional I mean you know European me. competition. I you know we we've we've documented this. Today is my last official day as a, a third member of this podcast. So I'll just uh I'll just mention one more time yeah. as I often do over the years. I don't like players from clubs heading into a season that are going to be playing European competition that aren't used to doing that. Where yeah. it's something brand oh, new. I mean, the, the talk all this whole end of the season from Deserby about every Brighton player, like just saying, I don't care if you're tired. If you want to play in Europe, you're going to have to get used to playing two and three times a week. Just, right. That's it's right. Just something that's just reality of your life. And Fair point. They, they the end of the Premier League season yeah. has been European practice for them. Yeah. Playing and two that's matches the, a and week. that's the other big thing next season is there are no, you're not going to have there will be no interruption. Or at least as that we know of now. I mean, we can't predict. <laughs> no COVID break, no right. World Cup break. Right. Hopefully, right. a normal season. The, you know, already anybody who's you know predicting, you know, anybody who's really good at actually predicting, you know, kind of fixtures, already saying you're not going to have nearly like maybe a double or two, you know, a double game week or two next season, but nowhere near the level of interruption that you had this season. Strategy is going to change, and and for sure, I mean, the number of complaints from from FPL players especially content creators for whatever that opinion matters. Like, I mean, already the, the, the changes to the game next season should be really interesting. Yeah. Well, we do have the ability to give out some results. We know that when it comes to the FPL America podcast league, it's super tight as it stands right now. I mean, this is immediate results just off of the points. And, that and are we don't have, I don't think we have the bonus point. No, totals, we don't have the bonus point right? calculations yet, but we can predict, I think that, uh, I think sweet JC, I think Penny Lane FC, all-star listener, John, I think he's going to take it this season in the cup, matchup. in the cup matchup over Anthony right now. It's wow. 48 to 47, but he also has captain Harry Kane and is set to get his bonus points where, uh, Anthony's not set up to get. Who did he captain, Salah? He captained Eze. Eze. Oh, wow. He's got a great. Bold choice. He's got a great all-around team. I mean, he's getting a five from Son, a five from Salah, seven Mm -hmm. from Bruno Fernandes, seven from De Gea, and a nine from Jesus. But none of those guys are going to give him major bonus points like Harry Kane's giving John. So I think John's going to win the cup trophy there the podcast for the podcast our mini league League cup yes i think i've been doing massive fast math calculations i think i'm going to barely hang on Mm. only because it seems like something might have happened in real life to league andrew as it didn't (laughs) seem like he made any move or any transition at all maybe from, he just liked his team dave maybe he just like it is possible but he played a bunch of guys who weren't playing yeah. and so it as it stands because he captained bruno fernandez he still has a chance at winning 
And so, uh, so uh, we'll, you're fine. we'll see. I think I'm going to barely sneak by, but it's going to be wicked close. Well, Dave. Which will be a, a cup title in my pocket. The first thing you've ever won. Uh, uh, technically, officially, yes. Although I typically win bets with you. Scott, false. where do we false. stand? False. Oh, no. I, I typically, That's false. You have never, I don't think, ever documented one I the bets against me. I have always <laughs> conquered you in the tally of our end-of-season bets, That's except, for, except last for last year. year. Except last for last year, year. I know for a fact I won those. Last year, you swept me. It was allegedly. And then what? I decided this season is my last season on this podcast. <laughs> I'll let you decide if that's a coincidence. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a bad loser to you. Who knows? Uh, if, okay. if Dave can beat me, then I have to step aside. Oh, boy. I think that's okay. what that means. Fair enough. That's what that means. Interesting. You finished way ahead of me in the league table, too. Which, uh, by the way, let's just, te- let's just tease the bets yeah, a little bit more. let's get to what really matters. Let's league, talk about the, the league. league final. Uh, so, all-star listener John is probably winning the cup. It looks like Carrie, here we go again, is going to hold on. Congratulations, Carrie. Is this back-to-back? No, it is not. Game, did Anthony game I of Thrones win last year? I think Anthony won last okay. year, yes. Okay. Yeah. But Carrie uh, probably didn't have the game week she wanted With uh, as we're sitting here. It's a 39 before bonus points. She'll get some Kane bonus points. Um, maybe some others. I mean, really, Salah's the only point scorer for her. Believe it or not, Carrie had Ethan Pinnock at the end of her bench. No! So 12 points on the bench in the form of Ethan (laughs) Pinnock uh, scored today for Brentford. And their victory over City, by the way. Uh, By the way, must be noted, Brentford did the double on City this year. Well done. Wow. Well done. Okay. Um, the the folks behind Carrie did better than her, but she she had a twenty five point edge. Yeah, not enough. Not enough so to catch. Eric Slave Whiskey equals ten kr. He's he's got a forty nine before bonus points. He captained Kane, so most of those points came from Harry Kane. Yeah. And Matt Two Footed Challengers did not captain Kane. He captained Salah, but he's sitting on a fifty before bonus points. So great end of the year for those. Guys, Brian. Also, huge pickup for him to have Vieri Mina as one of his three mm. playing. He went for the result. Week. He went for yeah. the result that he got today, which we talked about Look, last said, week's I mean, We I said Pickford's not. A, if you're going to make a move, go for yeah, Pickford. I said, Brentford. I was, or I was Brentford. kicking around a negative to bring in Pickford, but yes, Everton defense and goalkeeper, smart, smart move for anybody who did it. I'm sure. I'm sure that there are better moves out there, other you know, other than Mina, Pickford, whatnot, but. I mean, we talked about this in the pre-game version of this pod, Dave, how important Diogo Jota was going to be for Brian in today's results. Yeah. yeah before bonus points. Did Jota set up for a bonus point? Probably not. Uh, I'm I looking think, at it right I now. He, he is. is. He's, he's the a, number one. Yeah, he's going to get three bonus yeah, points. He's, wow. He's your man of the match. So 10 points, probably going to be 13 for Brian. Wow. Picking up Diogo Jota. Wow, wow, wow. That's uh, that's thirteen for yeah, Jota, sixteen for Kane after bonus points. I was gonna say the the big Not question. Bad, Brian. The, I was gonna say the big question is if, if as it stands, I think I, I'm gonna finish with a fifty-seven today. That's a massive think, score. I don't for think today. it's enough. Uh, really, honestly, I'm I'm I am really I'm bummed that I did not. You wanted to move up in the league. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that news. It really does bug me. The Callum Wilson news would have would have would have changed would have some things. A change. Um, yeah, he got I, you I'm one. Just, I'm not sure what I would have done there, but either Kane, way. Kane 16, Jota 13, Callum Wilson 1. Which one of these is not like the other? Brian's wow. front yeah. line. Wow. That's okay. Hey, Nuke, Great season, Brian. Great disappointing season. Disappointing for all around for Newcastle, but yeah, fun season and 
Um, I would say too, even for the mini league, uh, congrats to a really well played end of season for Drew. Uh, I edge it, but it was it was intense the whole way. Here Brian, again, Brian, so. the classy concession. Congratulations as he wins the mini it league, too, and it was it a was, ridiculously it was tight a three fought. point yeah. gap. To, yeah, uh, going into it's easy to say that I got to give a lot of credit to the guy who didn't win. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Mm. All right, Dave. Um, we made we Brian, made a few Brian, bets throughout the season. Brian, Brian Regan has a hilarious bit about that, about the giving, giving, about, gi- giving credit. <laughs> you should, give you, you credit. That out. Yeah. Okay. We made six bets this season. That's it? Six. Wow, so not near, not, not near, near I, enough. I, listen, Only? I phoned Are it you in. Sure? I phoned it in this year. That's okay. It? All right. Yeah, boo. The first bet we made was Alexander Mitrovic. How many goals would he score? Over under fifteen and a half. You took the over when it looked like it was impossible for him not to finish over fifteen and a half. I took the under boldly and bravely. Thanks to uh, a couple Missed of penalty penalties. misses late in the season, as well as a, what was it, an eight game yeah, suspension, the eight, the eight game ban, more than a penalty <laughs> miss. You got to say, and uh, <laughs> did not help me. Of, of all the things, I got this one. I got this one. That one was mine. He finished on fourteen, right? He finished on fourteen. Oh, jeez. Um, all right. I did so, b- big, big first half of the season for the meat, for the meat, for the meat, man, for, the meat. for sure. All right. This this bet was obviously made early in the season. Which team was going to score higher, finish higher in the table? I remember Arsenal this bet. Or Liverpool? Yes. I of course. You confidently, I, I you think, confidently looked at me like I was a crazy person. I yeah. think I know the answer to this one. Yeah, Liver, uh, Liverpool finished above Arsenal. Wait, no. They didn't. <laughs> Can you believe Travis is sitting over here? Can you believe that Scott bet so confidently on that one? Or. Okay. It was early. It was early. It was, it was early in the season. Very early yeah. in the season. And I was high on Cotton on on Arsenal, and Scott said, "You are a crazy person. Liverpool will finish higher." Yep. So they all right, not. one all bet, right. one bet a piece. All right. One. The next bet was another over under on how many goals a forward would score. This one was Gabriel Jesus. Oh no. So I said he would score twelve or less. You said he would score more than twelve. The final tally. I don't feel great about this now. 11. Wow. Even with his great day today. <laughs> yeah. So 11 goals for That's Jesus. Another, that, well, in the again, league. You're not He, he had injury I was misses. Say, you're not yeah. counting on Jesus missing like what? Also like I was. Games. Oh, I totally Scott, was. I saw Scott that one saw that one coming. Injury bliss. Man, I just am so good at this. Okay. <laughs> next. <laughs> next. Scott. <laughs> Listen, it's my last day. What let am me, I supposed me, to do with this? Let yeah, me, let me fair enough. Touche. Okay. All right. We made a bet. Not too terribly late in the season. This was pretty <laughs> early, too, on who would score more overall points in FPL, Erling Holland or Harry Kane. Ooh, now this tightened up, probably. You chose Holland. I chose Kane. I just did not want to believe that Holland would stay healthy all season long in order to be able to be the top. Once player. again, you were going with your injury yeah. strategy. Next year it'll pay off. Okay, I'll maybe. Be, You're probably right. I'm going to be a year early on this prediction with okay. Holland. Uh, Kane had a big day today. We've talked about this. Two he's goals gonna, and an assist, right? Yeah, he's probably going to end up with 16. Um, he is 12 points behind Holland currently overall before bonus points kick in. 
So Kane will have only finished in like, like all likelihood nine points wow. behind Holland, which in itself is kind of huge. But of course, a bet's a I mean, bet. I'd like to rewind the tape on that. I feel like we were saying that in like October or November, even just the the Kane season, even at that point, it was just saying, so good. It was extremely good, and saying if 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 it wasn't for Holland, we'd yeah. be talking about Kane as not only golden boot leader, but you know one of the top players of the season, despite how dumb and weird Spurs were all season. Um, yeah. Okay. Manchester United are very excited to be getting him next year. That's not official, but <laughs> here we are. Okay. All right. We made a very recent bet and a very, a very immediate So right now you're bet. up 2-1. No, it's 2-2. Two, two. You got two, the, you got the you Holland got the Holland one. I got, you got the Holland one. That's so right. it's 2-2. Two, two. That's right. We made a bet for game week 37, a big double, double game week. Uh, I thought Anthony Martial would score more points than Enciso. You were high on Enciso's points. Well, I like the way this is going. I think I, I think, I they think. They tied. Oh, we got a push? They, yeah. We have a push. Uh, Martial got a goal in that second game. Which uh. makes it perfect then because it's all down to Bournemouth for our final bet. Bournemouth? Oh my gosh. We took is this a bet. A Philip Billing bet? It is the Philip Billing bet. So we I don't remember what I bet. <laughs> That's a problem, Elliot. We made a bet. It was on the show. This bet brought to you by Ancient Ancient Age. <laughs> the ancientest of, of ancient bourbons. age yeah, bourbons. We definitely this was definitely a late oh episode. Oh my gosh. High bourbon bet. And I actually don't know what to I, like my notes are unclear. <laughs> Oh my gosh, are you serious? It all comes- so I put 29 slash 30 in parentheses. So I think this was the episode, my guess is that this was during the episode where uh, Bournemouth was in the middle of a double of 29 and we were leading into 30. So we didn't know the end result of 29, but we also were looking ahead to 30. I think that's what that meant. The bet was for the next three game weeks at that time, it sounds so stupid. Well, whether or not Billing would <laughs> score ten points over the next three game weeks. So what's interesting is in game, and you thought he would, and I thought he wouldn't. Game week thirty, Billing scored an eleven. Okay. He then proceeds to do a two, two, three, five, two, one, zero, two. The, rest, the rest of, of the, the season. season. So, so if if I'm if my natural interpretation is right, I have to give you the win on this bet. So for the eleven in game week thirty. But we but to be official, we'd have to go back and listen to it. Well, right? who wants to fair? do that? Who wants to do that? So I think you won this bet, but I want to say that I kind of oh won this my bet. Gosh. But I can't do that. So I'm gonna give it Dave. So, so I'm gonna give it to you. So you think you think we started well. I'm going to take credit. 29 slash 30 has to mean that it was between those two game weeks. I'm, I, But I don't know why we would have made that bet. I mean, Billing had a 10 in 26 and 27, and then he had a 1 and a 4. I don't know why we would have made that bet before the 11. But I would have well, put it, 30. It might have been, been. Don't no. you want to kind of defer here to, to Dave for making a bet at all about Philip Billing? <laughs> Is this where you want to talk about Dominic Solanke at all? And yeah, how... did you guys realize what kind of season Dominic <laughs> Solanke had this season? Can we I mean, talk about him? For did a he second? break Pickford's finger today? It seemed like he was trying. Does to. it? Was matter? that his greatest contribution to this match today? Wow. 
All right. Well, well that is – I'm going to give it to you, Dave. That's my gift to you. All my, right. Well, my thank parting you. Everyone, gift. everyone loses because you only bet six things. This is fair. <laughs> I, we at minimum should have had ten bets. I say, at least have an odd number so there can yeah. be a non-draw. For sure. Non -draw. For well, sure. It's, uh, as I said before, well-documented. This is my last official day, the third member of this podcast. At, as a summary, Manchester City win the title. Liverpool fight back at Europa. Arsenal, Newcastle. Is that what you United finishing the top, the top four, right? Yeah. I think United, Leicester, I think United Southampton, got third today, so Newcastle will Leicester, to... Southampton, Leeds get relegated. Yep. Everton stay up, and then again, it, again, last day. Everton lives again in the mini league. I think I won our mini league cup. Yep. John Pennysey, mini league participant. Yes, winning the big, the big league, winning cup. the podcast league. Yep. And then cup carry, or winning the podcast cup. Thank you, Brian. And then carry. Here we go again. Wins. Yep. Wins the podcast. American podcast league. Does she change her team name next year to Here We Go Again? Again, again. again. Yeah. I would love that. That'd be great. That would Gary, be if you're listening, please do that. Scott. Yes. Uh, this is your last official sort of moment in the pod as it currently exists. Why don't you close it out? Okay. Um, it would have been Scott-like for me to type something out and read it right now. But it would, I did it would not, have. I did not do that. Okay. I will say... I fell in love with football in the 90s. It was the World Cup. It started to be aired on ESPN. They started showing every game, and I got hooked. Um, it wasn't until the 2000s, though, when technology gave me access to domestic football outside of the United States, and that's when I fell in love with the Premier League. And what I really fell in love with was the fact that this was a league that had no playoffs. It was different. Every American sports league has a playoff. And at the time, in the 2000s, college football, the one league that was different, was also leaning towards a playoff. And I was absolutely opposed to it, screaming to whoever would listen, which wasn't very many people at the time, but trying to say, no, this would be the worst thing for college football. And then I found the Premier League, a league that was successful and thriving and doing what it was doing without a playoff, with promotion and relegation. It was like a dream to find this, only it was real, and I was able to pay attention mm. and become a fan. Chose Liverpool. Peter Crouch had something to do with that. That's a whole story that's been discussed in years past on this pod. And uh, and then we turned into three guys who talked about English soccer every time we got together. And in the 2010s, we started doing it in front of microphones, and we started trying to put something out there to to grow the fantasy premier league east or whatever type of sport you want to call it fantasy sport here in the united states i fell in love with something that was different that made the premier league different from everything i was watching i will say that i'm leaving this podcast very discouraged about that same league for different reasons that make the league different. We're now in the 2020s, and I look at the American sports leagues that I enjoy watching. I mean, we're, we were talking just now about basketball and hockey and how they're coming to the ends of their seasons. Football, 
American football, that is, baseball, all these major sports in the U.S. are embracing technology. They're doing what they can to use technology without disrupting the sanctity of the game, but they're willing to do what it takes to get things right using the technology that's at our disposal now that we can all watch these things in HD on television. I'm discouraged that soccer hasn't done that. And to the extent that they have done it, they haven't done it well. And my fear is that a podcast that we all started five or six years ago to try to bring a bigger fan base to here in our home country is actually only going to get discouraged over time if the Premier League doesn't do a better job with this. Yes, we can joke about how the FPL app kind of sucks. And even today, (laughs) as we were trying to get the results of matches, as we were trying to tabulate the results of our cups and our leagues, and even just the individual players whose bets uh, were a part of uh, closing out this season, you know, the, the app crashed every single time you tried to pull up a player. We can joke about stuff like that that's that's somewhat minor, but then you have it on a larger scale where you know the livelihoods of players and the existences of clubs are based off of a league that hasn't figured out how to advance into the twenty first century. Some people think that that's a good thing that you know the beautiful game is what it is, beautiful as it is because it is old school because it is. The same beautiful game as what uh, previous generations have enjoyed. I beg to differ. My greatest fear is that this thing that we have done on this podcast and have tried to continue to do over the last five or six years is actually going to fail because a fan base that is growing, a fan base that is maybe at its peak or about to be at its peak thanks to uh, hosting the 2026 World Cup here in the United States is going to only be discouraged by what they see when comparing it to the sports leagues that are at our fingertips here in the United States. I hope that that's not the case. I'm hopeful that I just became cynical uh, with the closeness that I had as part of doing all the work that it takes to be a part of this podcast, and that I'll find that again, that love that I had 20 years ago for a sport when I found it for the first time. Uh, you know, We heard in the pregame version of this pod, my son, you interviewed him, and uh, you know, Something like this, a podcast like this, takes sacrifice, yep. a lot of time, a lot of attention, a lot of energy to be able to research, to produce, to record, and put uh, this into, uh, into the you know, podcast feed of your choice to be able to listen to. I'm thankful that I uh, was able to do this. I'm hopeful that everyone listening to this speech, which is about done, don't worry, uh, I'm hopeful that everyone listening to this will continue to support this podcast and maybe take their support one level further, whether that means starting to uh, donate on Patreon on a monthly basis to what these guys are going to continue to do, or maybe telling a friend or two that they know listen to FPL pods to check this one out. Because either in spite of my absence or because of my absence, one way or another, it's still going to be one of the best FPL podcasts that you can listen to both for important news as well as for entertainment. And so I hope that you'll continue your support further. I know I will. I'll just be doing it in a different way. And I'm, I'm excited to maybe stop in every once in a while and dedicate my voice to referee controversies and whatnot where, where they're bound to occur next year. But um, 
either way, I'll, I'll be supporting right alongside. So that's all I've got. Well, awesome. Scott, you will be missed. I dare say this will be the last time your voice will ever be heard in this pod. And uh, at minimum, there will be times coming on where bets will need to have been made. <laughs> For the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time. <laughs>